0: hi everyone welcome back for episode two i'm going to talk a little bit about Yerushalmi versus the bavli style including questions or how questions are asked um and i'm also going to share a quick thought on daf bays um one thing i want to start off with is uh some of you have already commented on this that normally we always know the famous thing that talmud bavli starts on daf bays and we say that learning never begins there's always more to learn etc there's a lot that people say about that and of course when you get to brachas daf aleph but aleph you you scratch your head so obviously um, the paginization was decided by the printers, and you're always going to have people that explain things. There's people that try to explain the shower blot, how it has two lines, and one of them has her hand open, one of them has it closed. People have said many pshatam, and these are all very nice, beautiful ideas that have to do with Torah, but aren't necessarily you know, something that's set in stone. So it doesn't particularly bother me that it starts on Daf Olive, although it is a nice remez that this really is the first Gemara, as we explained yesterday, that came before um, the even the Bavli by a few hundred years. Um, But there's definitely an importance of learning the different stylistic difference between them. And again, some of you are learning, and so you'll appreciate this. And some of you um, are just trying to learn more um, about just this general Torah topic. And I think I'm happy to have you with me as well. Um, So just a quick point. There's different um, in in the in the Shas um, Bavli that we have. So that printing uh, style of, of 2,711 pages for the 20 volumes, or not really, 36 Meseptes of Shas, has been around um, for hundreds of years. In fact, a lot of the comments that Ricky Veger makes um, were incorporated in the Vilna Shas, but as you see, he quotes different Gemaras in different places in Shas, and the Gemara that he quotes on Laman Zion and base is actually there. So that paginization was there for a while. I do want to mention one quick thing about Dafyomi, and hopefully we'll talk about it more, um, that um, Rav uh, all quoted his Rebbe, um, Rameer Shapiro, the founder of Dafiomi, as saying that when Rameer Shapiro started Dafyomi in 1923, so he um, he said that this was not his idea. He said that Rabbi Kivager had taught his Talmudim and they also learned a dafa day. Like this had been around for a long time. You always wonder how Rabbi Kivager made so many comments throughout all of Shas. Well, that's the answer. He learned with his Talmudim a Blot a day. Um, so just something to keep in mind. Um, and the official um, Yerushalmi Yomi was started in 1980. Well, hopefully we'll talk more about that. Like I said, I want to give some historical background as well. Um, there's, there's just so much to say. Um, so that's that's just some information about the actual page in front of us. So one thing I want to say is that um, the Vilna one, the Vilna edition of Tom and Yerushalmi, for example, the one that I have is from ORIR, um, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful edition. So its Daf Aleph, and Aleph is much longer than the one that you've been following. Most of the, a lot of the people now that are doing Yerushalmi are following the Hutter and the art scroll, which is beautiful, but there's a lot less on the page. Um, in the art scroll version this is the actual Vilna print which if you do it i think it takes about 1500 days whereas the um the and by the way we're missing lots and lots of your which is a whole different discussion uh whereas the art scroll um which is the Ozvahara print is as you can see much much shorter um and so we're gonna i'm gonna be following the art scroll one because it just gives us more time to spend on each page and yes it does take an extra uh you know few months afterwards but i think it's worth it to so that we could just kind of go through it slowly let me just make sure we're still recording okay um so uh let us get started with a couple of quick points okay so there's a very very fascinating um um what do i want to start with okay so there's a very famous gemara in bavakama i believe it's on vavar bays it says amarav hai tana yurushalmi that tana was Yerushalmi. um the tani lishna de kalila that he talks very briefly so there's a famous rashi says something else and how he explains that, but the Maritz Hiis and others explain that That means that he's very brief. And really, the Yushalmi is very brief, and that's part of the conversation. It's very tierce. Sometimes it's hard to even understand where does the kasha start, where does the teretz end? And a lot of times, there's just kind of a question, then an answer, and then they move on, and there is an answer. Um, I'll give you one example that I remember. You know, there's always a kasha of, how do you have someone who is a guddle, the son of a guddle, the son of a, another guddle? It says, Chazal say, o the, pasuk says, Lo the three-pronged cord will never... Uh, will never break. Well, actually, I just mistranslated it, and it makes a difference to that question. Lobe Mehera, you means that it won't easily break. But, so the kasha is that, you know, how could you have someone who comes from that generation, or even us, we're B'nai Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, so how could anybody ever go off a derach if Chazal say that if if someone follows the Torah, the Torah will always be, um, it'll always stay there. Yushalmi asks this kasha, and it answers is won't easily break, but it is breakable. And that answer you find in other Mamari Chazal, but it's just such a brief answer, sad answer, but a truthful answer as well. That Lobimheri Yenatek says, not quickly, but it can, it is breakable. Okay, so that's an important thing. There's another whole aspect of the Yerushalmi, which the Babli itself addresses, and um, the Gwaran Sanhedrin Daf. Um, so it calls, it, it quotes a Pesach from Zechariah and it says there's a Makl Noam, a stick that is pleasant, I'm not really sure what a pleasant stick is, and a Makl chavalam and a damaging stick. And the Gemara explains that the Makl Noam, the, the the pleasant stick, is in Yerushalmi because people are very nice to each other and there isn't so much fighting, so to speak. And the Makl chavalam, the um, damaging stick, is the Babli because there are heated, heated arguments. Um... I want to say one quick thing about this, and this might be a little controversial, but I do have sources to say this, um, but take it with a grain of salt. And that is the following. the We talked about yesterday how Rav Yochanan was the author of Yushalmi. Rav Yochanan was very famous, that he had a very interesting quality about him. Um, he had a feminine quality. The Gemara tells us in in Metzia that Rishakish saw him um, and thought he was a beautiful woman and engaged with him and, and then found out that he wasn't a woman. And Rav Yochanan told him that, you know, I have a beautiful sister and if and if you come back and do tshuva, you might, you could marry her. Which we're not, let's not go through that exact gemara about selling our sisters, etc. But um, obviously he saw a greatness in him. But the point is that Rav Yohanan had a certain feminine quality. The gemara also tells us in Babli that Rav Yohanan used to sit ashari tvi'la, so that the woman would see him and have beautiful children. So he had a certain feminine quality to him. Okay, and this is brought down in in, in um, The Yerushalmi seems to have a certain feminine quality in that um, it is makul noam; it has a certain pleasantness. Um, whereas the Bavli kind of has this male, I'm going to be very careful when I say the word aggression. That's not what I mean. I mean, like the Gemara says, it has a milcham to Torah. It has a fight that like goes back and forth. I'll tell you a famous story that I read in in one of a uh, biography about Rav Aaron Cutler. Rav Aaron Cutler was once talking to a Talmud, and the Talmud was arguing with his shot. and Rav Aran was very upset that he was this Talmud was not making sense and not saying the right shot. and he grabbed him and he shook his clothing, and the Talmuds uh button popped off. So as soon as they finished the conversation, Ravarin said to them, I'm so sorry of what I did. If you could please give it to me, I'm gonna ask my Rebitzin if she could please fix it. And the the, the student responded, he said, Rebbe, I want this is a collector's item, I want to keep it. I'm so honored that I got a button pulled off. And even at Ravaran's Leviathan there was a comment made about his um Moham to Shaltorah. Nasim, you know, that Shaytal could start off as enemies so to speak and then they become uh, friends. So there's a certain feminine quality of the Yerushalmi and a certain masculine quality of the Babli, which is just something to keep in mind. Um, I want to say two more points and then I'm going to wrap up. One on this idea of thematic part and then the second on the actual daf itself, which is also a thematic part. So there's a person who lived in the 1800s, Rav Zacharia Frankel, um, 1801 to, to 1875, and he wrote a sefer called Mavo HaYerushalmi. You can get it on um, on hebrewbooks.org it's a fascinating safer really really fascinating and i'm relying on his bakiyas, and i'll quote him so i haven't checked him but it's a phenomenal safer he outlines hundreds if not thousands of expressions and what they mean in the rishalmi and we'll hopefully cover one today etc and he writes on page 30 that amar poloni like amar Rav or Amar bone right which we'll get to in the rishalmi means that he is arguing but when it says poloni amar like bone amar that means that he's just speaking and not arguing but then he says it's the exact opposite in the bavli So you'll have to check that and see if it's true but that's what makes it so confusing knowing normally and and i we've heard this a lot that in the in the bavli when it says Amar rava that's a new statement but rava amar is him countering here it's the opposite there's so much more to say um, but i'm just going to go to one thing so following again the art scroll and the ozva Hutter text which i'm going to be using when i go through this so that you could have more time to spend on Daf bezemun bez sorry let me zoom out for a second so normally when your were quoted throughout rishonem which I want to do a whole section on that. So things were quoted as Perik Aleph, Halakha Aleph. That's how the Mishnahists were called. Or Halakha Beis. That's Mishnah Beis. Um And so when things are quoted often, you'll see them as Aleph Gimel or etc. And you're like, what, what Daph is that? But that's what it is. Um, so even nowadays, it's not really so accepted to say a blot because which blot, which print? By the way, in Yerushalmi Shikalim, there's different prints. There's the Bavli print of it, which I think has 22 pages, and the Yerushalmi print of it has 33. So what do you do for Dafyomi? It gets a little confusing because Yerushalmi is the only one that's used. That's a good trivia. The only thing everybody, people say, who learns Yerushalmi? Anyone that does Dafyomi has done Shkallam. Well, hopefully we'll get to more of a discussion about what Mesathas were there, what's missing, what's not, etc. Um, anyway, so I want to talk about um, one thing from the page from today, Uh, As you see, I have a lot of different thoughts I want to share, but I want to try to paste it as well so that it can be bite sized. So, on base, I'm on base. I'm just going to use kind of what we're using on the Uzvadar print. So, there's Amara Bone, but so, so the the Lashan that the Gemara says is sorry, I misquoted it. Give me a second. Gemara says, uh, which literally would seem to translate as Raviosi, the son of Rabbi Bone, which we're not going to discuss his name today. Um, asks, but the um. The mafarshim, including the Haredim, which, by the way, Rav Chaim says that the Haredim, the saver Haredim, which I want to talk about, is the saver to learn from Mesachas Brachus. Unfortunately, he only wrote on Brachus and Be- Be'ah. I think it's missing on... I'm not sure if he wrote others, but he's, he's he, has, he has phenomenal Bikias, and he brings in phenomenal stuff. And if, you, if you're if you confused about which Mefarshim to learn, he's kind of like the Rashi on the page. Remember, he lived in Svat in the 1500s. Anyway, so he says, um, and the Rashi Cirilio says this also in his introduction to zrum that the word "bui" just means he says... And it should not be interpreted as a question. Um, and in fact, if you look in Misach Shabbos Daf Hayamud hey Beis, you'll find that this exact statement over here um, is actually a statement, and it's not a question. Though, if you look in the Penimosha, he actually translates that Penimosha was um, the, the Vilna Gaon's Rebbe again. We have to talk about all the Mufarsham. Hopefully we got to them. Um, but he explains that Ba'i here is actually a question. But most of the Mufarsham explain that this Ba'i is just a statement. So I want to kind of explain that for a second. So the word buy just means to want. And to value and buy. And we know that there's a at the beginning above a comma. Right? That's funny. Instead of quoting the pasagam, according to the gemara. Right? That's what we do. But um, so man is a is someone that wants. So usually the word buy means I want an answer. Here I think it's being translated as bay. He wanted to express. And what does that mean he want? One of my favorite... Um, is called Cheshek Shlomo. If you think about those words, they're so beautiful. What does Shlomo want? His Cheshek, his entire desire in life was, was Torah. So that's what Bayi means. Bay means that he was involved. He was, this is, this is, so it, it could be a statement as well. He was living this, and this is This is the Torah that he was, that that, that, that was so dear to his heart. That's what he was expressing. So in the Rishami, a lot of times the word bay is not actually a question, which makes it very confusing, but that's Lush and Kalila. There's a certain brevity to it. And if, you, if you're learning it, you'll see what I mean. And if not, um, then hopefully when you get to it, Mirsham, Sham, you'll learn. All right. Thank you for joining me today.